minds. And here is your host, Gary Cachulio. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Everything Imaginable. I am your host, Gary Cacciolillo. And before we get started, I want to thank everybody for listening and also thank the contributors to my show, who are Candace Sanderson, author of The Reluctant Messenger, Joseph Sinkovic, author of How to Kiss the Universe, Niza Ida, author, psychic, spellcaster, root worker, and witch. You can find her at MizAida.com, M-I-S-S-A-I-D-A.com. And this episode is being sponsored by Ginger Glasser. She's a tarot reader, evidential medium, and healer. And you can find her at tarotbyginger.com. And also this episode is being sponsored by Alan Questell. And you can find him at uncommonsensing.com. And his new book out is called Intentional Acts of Kindness, which you can find on Amazon. And that is Alan Questell. And now, without further ado, our guest for today is Von Brashler, and if you listen to this show, you'll know who he is, and he has written books on pretty much every subject that I cover on this podcast. And today, we're going to talk a little bit about lucid dreaming, and kind of go from there. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Gary. Good to be with you. As well. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit about the lucid dreaming and one of your new uh, scrolls that you have coming out. Um, so what uh, motivated you to write a uh, scroll on lucid dreaming? Right. Scrolls indeed. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're about as old as lucid dreams, which are thousands of years old. Right. I, we got to thinking about how books are longer, you know, than people often have time to read. So we thought of, of doing something that was more concise and maybe fun to handle, you know. Uh, so we came up with the idea of two scrolls, actually a scroll system. That is to say, a scroll in the left hand, a scroll in the right hand. Mm -hmm. And these are, are, are nice pines, you know, and they're actual pine. Uh, you can really, really smell pretty uh, 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 scroll, wood scrolls. And we have this kind of antique paper, an antique type. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's... Uh, now, you think about all the scrolls that have been found, you know, and how, they, and have, how they've endured for thousands of years. And books just don't last that long. You know, you put them out in the, uh, in the window and they quickly, you know, uh, deteriorate. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, I, I've been personally inspired by by the Nag Hammadi Library and and all those Gnostic books and uh, Gospels mm -hmm. and the Co Coptic books, the Essene uh, uh, um, books. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it, it is uh, not that long since we they discovered the Babylonian tablets. And all of these were buried, you know. All of these were buried. So we came up with the idea of a scroll which is like a, con a concise book, and it summarizes the wisdom of a topic, the ancient wisdom, and it kind of brings it up to date. And, uh, you know, we package them in a plastic box. You could, you could bury it in your backyard if you like. But <laughs> we have a whole series now, and they're called the Ancient Wisdom Series, or Ancient Wisdom Scrolls. The first was 
was uh, Past Lives. Mm-hmm. And this was, of course, Lucid Dreams. And next year we're coming out with uh, two more. And they most likely will be, there's actually six more. The next two next year will be on Elementals and Nature Spirits. So I think it's going to be called like Nature Elementals, Nature Spirits, and Guides. Hmm. And because, you know, a lot of people have, you know, animal guides. Yeah. I think we all do. And then and then we have one coming out on, on the amulets, talismans, and charms. Oh, nice. It's because, you know, I mean, this is very big in our society. Everybody wears some kind of an emblem on their coat or their shirt or their shoes. And uh, they, it all has some meaning. You know, sometimes it's your, you know, team affiliation. Sometimes it's it's what you believe in. Um, some people get tattoos. Mm-hmm. Uh, not me. I'm a coward. No, <laughs> I don't do it. no, 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 no. I couldn't do it. <laughs> couldn't do it. Okay. But, you know, the idea of the lucid dreams, you know, was was one of the first ones I wanted to do uh, when uh, Red Feather came up with this idea. And I said, you've got to do lucid dreams because, my gosh, it's how people learn about themselves and the world around them. It's probably the only time anybody is truly awake is when they're dreaming. And we're talking, of course, not just about common stress dreams, but lucid, vivid dreams of impact and importance the dreams that you really really remember and uh and and that's what we've chosen to do this about lucid dreaming so what's the difference between a regular dream and a lucid dream yeah i like to say uh, a lucid dream is when a dream is more than a dream you know because common dreams are like they have to do with your stress level let's say you go to sleep and you go you go to bed at night and you're not totally at rest you know the body is restless uh you have unresolved matters that are are turning and churning in your mind in your, in your mind isn't your physical mind isn't really asleep either it's it's processing all this information trying to resolve all of these these problems of the past and worries about the future the analytical physical mind it, it just rarely rests, you know, it just keeps on cranking, you know, and I can understand that I once rented a place for a newspaper up in Alaska, and it used to be a bank, and I plugged in this old adding machine, and then I went swimming with my son, and I came back, there were fire trucks everywhere, because <laughs> this crazy adding machine kept kept cranking away, trying to resolve some problem that had been put in it long ago when it was a bank and it was just just cranking and cranking and cranking until it just caught fire you know and it was a terrible thing and but you know i think that's the way our analytical brains are you know we go to bed at night but we're not really asleep well lucid dream is when your your body physical body and your analytical physical mind are are are, are at rest and then your your inner consciousness, your spirit that dwells within, comes out. And so for a lot of people, for thousands of years, they've referred to these sort of dreams as um, windows of the soul, windows to the soul, because it's, it's been long thought, I mean, going back thousands of years, the Egyptians, the, the Akkadians, and, and, and the Greeks, that, that this was a part of the soul that actually leaves us uh, during... Uh, during um, during sleep 
And it is the soul longing to get out and explore and learn and is the part of you that, that really should be encouraged to explore. So for many people, you know, uh, these dreams are divine revelation, they're prophecy, uh, they're certainly insightful, you know. So, so a, a lucid dream then is a vivid dream. It is a dream that you're going to really, really remember. It is uh, very vivid, very colorful. Uh, you're very aware of being in the dream. You're very aware that you're dreaming. Uh, you do not play all the parts, <laughs> like like Freud suggested. <laughs> right. Yeah, you, you know, and in, in, in cigars don't play a part. <laughs> you, you know, we're not talking about symbolism. We're talking about really important things. Uh-huh. And, and, and so it, these dreams, they usually are trying to resolve deep-rooted, serious questions or concerns of our inner self. Because that's the part of you that leaves. It is your energized consciousness, the spirit that dwells within, or, or if you will, your soul that leaves the body leaves the body, physically leaves this this body, and goes out and explores. And everything that it sees, it carefully observes with, with a greater awareness than your five physical senses could ever offer you during your waking hours. Right. And, and for many people, these sort of dreams, these lucid dreams, are um, they, 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 uh, they're, they're inadvertent. They, they're not planned. They just come to you, and I would I, I suggest here in in this in this uh, publication that it is actually um, a lucky thing because it, it it is your inner self that longs to be free to explore to learn uh, to know, and it leaves you you know and and this is a great thing it's it's an awakening, and uh, but it happens inadvertently to most people. And then they're they're kind of uh, they're happy about the experience. They're a bit confused because it's like no other dream they've ever had. And if you've had a lucid dream, you know it was a lucid dream. You know it's it's a special dream mm-hmm. because it feels real and it feels like it's full of importance and significance. And you'd better pay attention. You know it's not just kind of our common dreams are going over routine things based on information that's previously stored in our physical minds, you know, a perfect, you know, storage data bank of your past experiences during your waking hours. So it's limited to all those things. And so what you're basically seeing are reruns or you're, you're, if not reruns, you're, you're, you're seeing scenes played out. Uh, as you, as the mind tries to analyze and resolve situations, mm. you know it, it's analysis, uh, and it's and it's in most, for most people common stress dreams like this are uncomfortable, you know, but a lucid dream is a wondrous thing, and I, and I show it I think in this publication, lucid dreams that for thousands of years many civilizations have seriously looked to lucid dreaming as important dream work to resolve uh, questions and, and explore uh, and, and, and to organize their lives in a meaningful way. Uh, they're, they're an important thing for people. Uh, and this goes all the way back to the ancient uh, uh, Sumer 
uh, um, city, city of Sumer, goes back to the Mesopotamians, Assyrians, the Babylonians, as this was truly uh, a part of ancient Acadia. And then, and then beyond that, you know, the, the Egyptians would actually, and this goes back to 2000 BC, the Egyptians would induce uh, these dreams because they knew they were significant, you know. Uh, and the, the Greeks actually, the ancient Greeks, um, actually came up with the first dream book, you know, in the 5th century BC. And, and they thought these were very important dreams. So they, they induced dreams. Uh, to provide them with with direction in their lives and for divine guidance and and they actually had dream temples where you would go to have these dreams there would be attendants at these dream temples to help you dream now you you can actually program a dream you can do this sort of dream work and in these sort of wonderful dreams we call lucid dreams do not need to be inadvertent hmm. How can a person purposely have a lucid dream? Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I show how a person actually puts the body fully to sleep, you know, and uh, that your physical body is, is at rest so that you're not restless in bed. Uh, now, you could do this also on a couch during the day, as you would say, like a daydream. Mm -hmm. Um, you could, um, and then, and then the the important part is putting the physical mind to rest, and 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 the technique that I, I explore is is very similar to um, what you would call um, personal um, hypnosis, where you you will the feet to to become heavy and go to sleep, and then you order your legs to become heavy and they become numb, and then they go to sleep, and then your torso, and then your chest, and your arms, all the way to the top of your head, put your whole body completely to rest. And then finally, you suggest to your physical mind that it needs to rest. And I think the important thing, as in meditation, or anything where you try to reach an altered state, it's important to to have a sense of whole body harmony. Um, it's very important that you think holistically of the body, the mind, the spirit, so that your physical body uh, is 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 willing to to you know shut down. That the analytical mind that is willing to you know to go to rest to a rest state. And, and that it, it surrenders itself so that your, your, your inner consciousness then can come forward. And that's the vehicle you want to leave. That's that you, you need. Most people think that dreams happen inside your head, meaning your physical brain. And, and this is true of the common stress dream, but it is not how lucid dreams happen. It is your inner consciousness that comes forward and leaves the body. Hmm. Interesting. When a person has a lucid dream, are they able to control their actions in the dream and where they're going and what they're doing and who they're talking to versus an unconscious dream? 
Yeah, that is a primary difference. You, that you that you know that you're an active participant and that you're in charge, because your your consciousness has left the body and and it is unencumbered by any physical limitations, and it is it is literally uh, energized consciousness. It is it is it is pure energy that's left the body and it's intelligent energy too so that your consciousness then leaves the body and then has these sort of encounters and in these in in, in these dreamscape scenarios you you're quite aware of what you're doing and you have a great deal of control so what what i i what i try to do is describe how to set up a dream purposefully uh, to plan the dream out so that you visualize, pre-visualize exactly where you want to go and where you want to go and, and, and when, because, you know, you understand that a dream like this outside the body, there is no up or down. There is no sense of time uh, or a space or time. You can literally go anywhere. You see, you can go back in time, forward, forward in time. You can go to exotic locations because you're you're leaving the body. There are no physical limitations, and you could instantly go anywhere in a lucid dream because it is your intelligent um, consciousness, your energized consciousness that's leaving the body, and it is pure energy, and it travels at the speed of light. So. Um, I think the thing to do is 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 to put the body to rest, and then pre-visualize exactly where you want to go. But but as with meditation, in lucid dreaming, we have to remember to be very very careful not to involve the physical analytical mind in setting up or conducting the dream. Mm-hmm. And, and and what I mean is when you visualize where you want to go and what you want to see in your dream, you don't use words. You don't use sounds, you know, because this is nothing that your 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 your, your physical mind can help you with. It, it's, it doesn't know how to do this. So what you do is, once you put the physical mind to rest, then you patiently wait for your inner consciousness to come forward and do this. And it, in it, it, it paints pictures. It is, it is a, like pictograph. And on this slate in front of you, in front of the mind's eye, on this, you wait for the darkness to, to form inside you. And then you see this perfect slate. And then you begin to draw a picture of where you want to go, what you want to see. If you do this technique with visualizing with pictures and not with words or sounds, you're going to be much better off because you're going to you're you're not going to be involving your analytical mind, which is totally in, incapable of taking you where you want to go. Fascinating. Is when a person has a lucid dream, this is sort of a two sided question. The landscape that the, the the dreamscape or landscape that they enter, yeah, is it a physical one or is it astral? And if it is astral, then yeah. what is the difference between lucid dreaming and astral travel? Well, that, that's a good question. First of all, this is this is like astral travel, but it's astral travel deluxe because you're you're taking all of your subtle energy body with you, all of your consciousness on the 
astral plane on the astral body you're taking the consciousness and energy uh, that corresponds to your mental body your causal body your buddhic body so forth and so on all of your all of your all of your subtle energy bodies that correspond to various planes of existence so yeah so the astral the, ast- the astral travel uh, vision you know, way of looking at things is very much like what we're talking about but you know you can go anywhere to answer your question you can go anywhere uh and and you think how when people will be regressed let's say by a psychologist they say go back as far as you can go and 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 tell me what you see and they go into like uh you know kind of hypnotic trance and they they put them under and then and then in this altered consciousness state, they go back and they remember when they were three years old or four years old. And they describe where they are and they describe the people around them. You can do all of that, but you can go back even earlier. <laughs> you can go You can go anywhere. You can go to a mountaintop, to the beach. Um, you know, what I like to do is I like to put myself on a beach. It's a very, very nice place to take a walk and think about things. And, it, but... Also, uh, back to the astral projection uh, analogy, when you do lucid dreaming because you are taking all of your subtle energy bodies with you that correspond to the mental plane, the you know the emotional plane, and so forth and so on, you 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 tend to uh, go to the planes of existence, or you have a. Uh, um, past or a coloring of many times when you visit someplace in your dream for insights uh, that would not be like, oh, take me back to the year 1979, you know, I want to, in Toledo, I want to be back with my friends since, you know, you could do all of that. But you could also, you know, choose to learn something uh, on a mental level, and then you would have a dream that would be kind of cast in yellow because it would be led by your mental your mental uh, subtle body so you see a lot of a lot of the dreams that people have will tend to be cast in like uh, a yellow light or a soft blue light or maybe an orange light you know mm-hmm. uh, because because these are colors that are associated with uh, various planes of existence, and there we energize them or access them through subtle energy body levels. That that thinking back to the, the chakras, it would be the corresponding primary color of that chakra for that area of your body. So many people will have dreams that kind of look like they're in a yellow world or an orange world. And that's perfectly legit because what you are is one of two things. You're either in a, in a, you're in a, you're in a subtle, uh, you're in an alternate plane of, of reality, which is, is, is just as real as this physical plane. Or uh, what took you there was primarily one aspect of yourself uh, that, that longs to find answers you know, back to the mental body, you'll, you'll go to, you know, a mental plane, you know, 
So, so a, a lot of where people go in their, in their lucid dreams are to explore their inner self, you see. You're actually looking for answers. And the answers are all around us. And, and, and they're, they're accessed through our subtle energy bodies, which we take with us when we leave the body in lucid dreaming. So what are some of the personal, have you had any personal experiences with this lucid dreaming technique and, mm -hmm. and, and, and gotten the answers that you are looking for? Yeah, and, and if you ask for a specific questions yeah. to be answered, it's a lot better than going to Lady Fort Fortima to have her read cards for you because uh, you're going to go and actually find out the answer. You're actually going to, you're going to make a trip and you, it's going to be a trip of discovery, and uh, you're going to bring back bring back answers. Mm -hmm. And and um, it's important to pack for any trip everything you need, and everything you need here are all the right questions. You need to have an agenda, what you want to learn, or what you want to explore, and um, it any 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 place you want to dive in here with. Um, with um, uh, you know an idea like I mean these can be sketched out uh, as just basically rough ideas like I want to know more about this or I want to explore that you know it doesn't have to be uh, an elaborate plan it, it it's a point of departure and 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 then and then uh, I mean I I've had wonderful experiences with lucid dreaming. Once, once I learned how to control and program and plan out my lucid dreams, I began to have, you know, uh, continuation lucid dreams. Uh, I would return to lucid dreams, recurring lucid dreams. I even learned to do like shared dreams, which are, are really amazing. And, and, and you can, you can, you can find out a whole lot about yourself and isn't that what people really want to know? They want to know about themselves. Some people do, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we all we all have basic questions, like, and the basic questions, right, are like, who am I and why am I here? Because <laughs> we all, one. <laughs> I mean, we all have a sense like we're here, and it's like, why are we here? You know, you know, is it is it to you know make sandwiches and watch TV? I mean, why are we here? You know. <laughs> I mean, you know, there must be some reason, and 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 yet most of us are born with this, this this um, this amnesia. We we don't understand why we're here. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like children kind of have a better handle on it, but as we get socialized and we begin to live our everyday workaday world life, uh, it seems that we kind of lose track of who we are and why we're here. Everybody probably has an agenda in mind when they come here you know whether you want to call it a mission or a destiny there's a reason why you're here you know and we've we've forgotten we've forgotten why we made the journey that's interesting you know that what you just said because you know I, my guess is that children probably don't even have to use effort to have yeah. lucid dreams to have those experiences and then as we get older, it's almost like we're, we're programmed out of having those experiences. And we have to yeah. kind of revert back to that childhood openness, that, that idea that that imagination is real, is a real place. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, children seem to have a, a much deeper grasp of this. You know, they, you know, they, they see angels in trees and, and they're aware of things that the rest of us have, you know, stopped seeing. You know, some of the best research on uh, remembering past lives come from people who have studied children who have no way to fake this. They're just telling what, what they think. Interesting. Um, you know, I had a dream once. This is a really weird one. And, and I think this is like, was an, like an unintentional lucid dream. I had a dream that I was, there was a city, and outside of the city there was this little village. And in this little village, the, there's people who live these little little houses. You know, they were really basic. They had like, you know, a sink, a bed, and, and basically a few other things. But the job of the people living in those little shacks, their job was to dream. So yeah. Was, so, so, so and, and the people from this other city would come and take care of the people in this village just so they could be left alone to dream. So yeah. I, I had a dream about a village of dreamers. It was really strange. But it seemed very, very real to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dreaming is really, really important, you know. Uh, we've had in the past kings that planned their every move, you know, with this. We've had we've had leaders that have built built temples, you know, based on prophetic dreams. Mm-hmm. You know, dreams have been very very key in history, and people people believe in their dreams. I mean, you think of uh, of, of the ancient uh, Morpheus mysteries, where 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 people would 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 worship. Uh, God of dreams would visit them with useful warnings and prophecy. And dreamers would seek this kind of counsel and cultivate their dreams. Well, you know, uh, dreamers are really important uh, people. And and, and, and um, I think a lot of ancient civilizations understood this better than us. You know, um, I mean, some of it comes down to us, but uh, Hippocrates, the, the Greek father of healing, he believed the soul remains um, um, active at night and, and leaves us in our dream state. And 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 Cicero, you know, the the, the you know he, he he said that all dreams are produced by human conscious thought and result in visions of an insightful nature. Well, you know, all of us can do this. You know, all of us all of us are capable of dreaming. You know, it, 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 it's just it's just allowing yourself the the space, the the peaceful setting, and 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 uh, and, and and setting ourselves up willfully to have these these insightful dreams, hmm. because because the dreams the dreams you know they, they'll be intensely personal, you know, but they also are dreams about about you know others we know and we dream about we dream about the world we live in you know uh, people often have prophetic dreams about what happens next not just to them but all of us and in in these dreams these dreams come true hmm. that's true people always have had prophetic dreams do you think that um the dream world is the true reality, and this is actually the dream world. Yes, I do. 
<laughs> yes, thank you. I mean, most people, you know, and, and maybe I should be embarrassed to say that because this is the, you know, the hard nuts and bolts. You know, if, if you can measure it and weigh it, it's real. If you can't measure it and weigh it, it's not real. Well, that's just the way people think. You know, we tend to think of only the physical uh, that can be measured is real. Only what you can see with your physical eyes, you know, is true. But there's so much more, you know. And and I think that uh, it may truly be said that we're only truly awake when we're asleep and having these dreams. Because I think the rest of it is like walking through a maze. Mm-hmm. Do you think that we can fix things in our dreams that are wrong with us in this reality? I think we can learn in our dreams. I don't think you can... You can so. It will bounce back to you personally mm-hmm. in the here and now. Uh, but, um, and, and I mean, in a sense you can, but what you're going to basically do in your dreams is learn things, you know, because, you know, in your dream state, you don't have physical hands, right? right. It's not, it's not like you can like, you know, like lift mountains or something, you know, I mean, you'd like to think you have this ultimate power in your dreams, but you have a, you, you, it, you're, you're going there in a non-physical self, a non-physical body. So, so you have intelligent consciousness, you have energized consciousness, and that's what you have. And, and so you, 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 you're on high alert with, with keen awareness in these dreams. But the insights you bring back are really powerful. Do you think we dream when we're dead? probably exactly what happens you know i think people think too much about death and uh, and and they think that death is an ending you know i i think we don't understand death at all i don't think we're truly alive when we're alive i think we have the whole thing all mixed up in our heads you know and i think it's just one endless journey of our soul trying to discover something it's weird, right? How, how, how we don't really. I agree with that. Like I think, like you know, when we're dead, you know, we the consciousness still exists. I, I know that from my own experience with it. But um, you know, it's just strange. Like you know, I wonder what it is. What is it that my soul is trying to do? What is it trying to figure out? What is it trying to grow in or evolve into? Yeah, I, I've certainly had enough calls, and you know in my life from people who are supposedly dead to know that dead death does not slow some people down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so how about you personally? Can can you relate, uh, a a lucid dream that you've had where you've been successful in getting answers that you were looking for? A lot of, yeah. uh, You know, in a lot of the dreams I've had, uh, involve uh, people that I don't know in, in in this in this physical world, and it's like it's like these are other people, and and it's it's kind of interesting. I mean, you can literally go anywhere in a lucid dream. So I mean, I keep running into all, all of these people now. Now, I think that's not really atypical because if you think about it, you talk to people about the most uh, amazing dream they've ever had. Many people will uh, recount to you what's commonly called the upper room. 
which is an experience where you're in a room, typically it's all white, and people sit on the floor, usually in a circle, and they squat, you know, and uh, they sit there, and then somebody comes and speaks to all of you and says something personal to each one of you simultaneously. You know, the the upper room is is a, a, a thing that people seem to all experience, you know, and I think it's a real common... And I think it's so common that I think it really happens, you know. And and I've had these kind of I've had that I've had that one, and that was really great, you know. And um, and, and and there are certain people that I I, I I go to in my dreams, you know, my lucid dreams that 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 tell me things, you know. I have teachers there, you know, and um, it's you know I I get instruction there. It is really amazing. I I meet people there that. Apparently, I know from pre- previous lives, you know, and I meet them, and I and I know that this is true because because I've met one or two of them later on, and 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 in fact, you know, I just, you know, I met them first in a dream, and then I encountered them in in in, in the world during the daytime, mm-hmm. and and I say, oh my gosh, you know, and, and and these are like, you know, I think we tend to link up with our our cluster soul group, this group of people that probably follows us from one life to another. Maybe, you know, your mother in one life and your your sister in the next life, you know, that kind of thing. Or maybe it was the person who was your neighbor, or maybe it was, you know, your teacher. You know, and in this life, it's your, you know, your nephew. You know, we seem to have a, a certain group of people that follow us from life to life, life. And, and, I, and I seem to encounter them in my lucid dreams. And, and I get some, some validation in that I later meet these people. <laughs> and in the case of if my dream teacher, you know, in, in lucid dreaming, you know, I mean, I've been passed from one, one lucid dream teacher to another, uh, uh, if you will. Uh, and and uh, you've been given assignments and tests and in in class classroom instruction in a sense and and i i think that we can learn in our dreams in that way uh there's a place that i always tend to go in my dreams and and i i meet with someone there who gives me instruction and the instruction is extremely esoteric and extremely metaphysical and has really opened my eyes to a lot of things that um you know, looking back are obvious, but, you know, in the beginning seemed incredibly far out. Um, but I think everybody has, has, has this potential to do this. It's all what's important to you. You know, I think there's an inner part of us, our inner self, if you will, our higher self, if you will, that longs to get out and explore. And it does it in dreams if you let it. The first time I had a lucid dream was accidental. Mm-hmm. I fell, I fell on my back, uh, and I fell backwards, and I knocked the wind out of me, and uh, I hit a, a point on my spine that triggered something, and I was suddenly floating above the house. First of all, I was floating above the room, and then I was floating above the house, and then I was floating above the trees. And then I was looking down at, at where we lived, and then I was just just kind of aimlessly floating about. 
And I came back and I said, you know, I have to figure out how to do that again. And I have to figure out how to do it where, you know, I'm not like so, you know, amazed and, and, uh, and, uh, scared. Mm -hmm. And, and I, and I have to do it with some direction, you know, and, uh, and, and I did, and, and, and about the third time I did, I said, I, I really have no idea how to go anywhere or do anything or, or what's possible. You know, it's like I just keep floating above the trees looking down at the house. And then I would think of my body down below, and then I'd be back in my body, which is very easy to do. You know, when you leave the body in a lucid dream, all you have to do is think back to the physical body, and boom, you're back. You know, it's... It's, it's really easy to return. There's nothing scary about it. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I mean, in my case, I, 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 I look for um, uh, somebody to guide me and, and lead me, you know, in, in my dreams. I, 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 visualized, I visualized a dream teacher. And, uh, and I started to draw what this dream teacher looked like and... Bingo, bango, you know, about the third, fourth time I did this, and I'm floating above the house, and I feel somebody grabbing my hand and saying, where do you want to go? <laughs> and I said, where can we go? And they said, no, 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 it doesn't work that way. You have to tell me where you want to go, you know. And um, we explored many things together, you know, and eventually she took me in. She took me to her, her, te her teacher and said, this man can help you. And she pawned me off on this man. Um, it was pretty amazing. Wow! There are many, many stories, and and they're all they're all unique to each each person who's ever done lucid dreaming. But a lucid dream is not like a restless dream where you're having a nightmare and you're fighting a dragon and all of this craziness. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's not like you know dealing with all the problems you've ever had. I, I have actually used lucid dreams personally to, to resolve uh, what you might call common stress dreams. You know, and, and for instance, people who, who are often uh, uh, in, a, in a common nightmare scenario where they say they're being chased and they can't, and they can't get away. Or their feet are like like mud; they can't run, or or they seem powerless. You know, you know, and they say, "Well, what are you going to do?" You know, they. So what I, you know, I I, I have I've had recurring stressor dreams ever since I was quite young, and like a lot of people, they're the same same dream over and over and over. We commonly call this what nightmares. Mm -hmm. So you have the same nightmare over and over and over. And I don't think I'm unique in that. I think a lot of people have the same recurring bad dreams. And these are unresolved questions that we can't resolve in our analytical mind. Not when it's on full alert. Well, when you're half asleep, it's even worse. So what I've done is I, 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 one of the first things I did when I became pretty good at lucid dreaming was I actually visualized going into one of these scenarios. <laughs> And setting up the scene, and resolving it, and I, and boom, I did did it in a night, you know. <laughs> wow, you know, all those years of that nightmare, you know. Now we resolved the, the question. 
So, you know, it, it is it is a way to resolve questions, you know. It, you know, lucid dreaming is a way to find answers to questions that you cannot answer during the day. You know, if you have a really big problem and you can't figure out the answer, well, visualize going to that going to that problem and exploring it in depth in a lucid dream. Because you're going to have an awareness in a lucid dream that's going to be much keener than you bring to it during your, your, your daylight hours. You're going to have um, intelligent energy in the form of your inner consciousness visiting it. You know, and, and this is all good. So you asked earlier, Gary, whether a person could actually resolve problems, you know, in their dreams in, during a lucid dream. I think there is actually a way to do this, and I, I hesitate to say that you can, you, can, you can change your life in a dream other than seek information, which is, of course, very valuable. There is this, that, that you, you can go in a lucid dream and bring this intelligent energy with you, this consciousness, and you can project healing energy to yourself in a dream. You can go to a, an, an experience uh, in your past, visit it, and then project energy to you. Now, you're not going to heal yourself back then. <laughs> if, it's, if it's something in the past that, that worries you. But you can, the energy comes to you now, you see. So, so if, you have a, a, if you have, let's say, an illness right now, you could, you could, you could actually you know, visit that illness and send energy to yourself in a dream. You are very, very powerful uh, in terms of, of energy in a dream. So, so does that sort of go along with the idea that like, if you focus energy and heal starting on the, like the astral body or the other energy bodies, mm -hmm. that, that it will trickle down and It'll, eventually yeah. fix the physical body that That's we're, it. That's we're the in now. That's the principle. That's the principle. So, so what you do is like, you go, you know, you don't have to visit yourself in the past. If you have, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, a bum leg or something right now, and you, you can visualize uh, visiting that in a lucid dream. And then in the lucid dream you go, and then you project healing energy, you know, to it. And then the healing energy actually will trickle down to the physical in the here and now. Because you're all connected, you know. That 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 part of, we tend to think of that that dream scenario as a different you, but it's it's the same you, you know. It it, it is a part of you. It is it is your non physical self. You know, we have to think holistically of us as being more than just our physical body. We're much more than that. So what we're saying then is in a lucid dream is you're separating. And you're leaving the physical part of you uh, in a p state of peaceful repose briefly while you leave and take the rest of you and go somewhere else. You know, and that could be anywhere. It could be hovering over your sick physical body mm -hmm. and projecting energy to it. Hmm. Do you think that, you know, maybe, you know, if, if I'm not me, or, or like, why don't I first I'll start here, actually? Can I like go? To, could can two people meet purposely have yeah. a lucid dream at the same time and meet 
in the dream world. Yeah, yeah. So shared dreaming is a wonderful thing. And it, it works best if you have a closeness to that other person. It works best if there's two of you. It could be like a group. It could be a group. It works best. It's easier if it's two people who are, are, are closely linked. It would work well with twins, mm -hmm. spouses, um, siblings, like that. Um, so, yeah, you know, you, 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 what you do is you, you, you program and visualize having the same dream at the same time. And then you both go to the dream place. And, and then, and then you both leave the body, you know, at roughly the same time, meaning that night. You say, well, we're going to do this tonight, like around seven o'clock, let's say. So you both, you put yourself in a, in a state of relaxation. You put the mind and the body to sleep. You visualize where you want to go. And then you leave the body and you enter a lucid dream state simultaneously at the same time going to the same place. And what's wonderful about this is then you have, well, first of all, you have, you know, the, the wondrous uh, stories that you can, you, can, you can share with someone of having had this lucid dream. But you can also um, get together and, 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 and recount what, what you've dreamed about and begin to analyze it. You know, it's very powerful. And also, like like two people chanting or two people singing a song, or you know, uh, two people having a dream together, is twice as powerful. Do you think like when the two people meet in a dream? Now, because you mentioned like this holistic view idea too, probably maybe just all part of the same soul. Yeah, and that's. Pretty much it, isn't it? There's okay. only one. There's only one soul, and we're all little little fragments of it. This is the sadness is that people don't recognize that they're fragments of it. You know, it's it's also been said that we're all we're all specks of light of one great light, one great flame. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's only one soul. You know, and it's all of us. People seem to think they're so individual, and they're so separated and isolated from every other person. In truth, we're all part of the same soul. And our consciousness, you know, can merge with others. You know, you think of like Carl Carl Jung, the depth the depth psychologist who actually believed in the power of lucid dreaming. You know, Carl Jung, he, he believed in, in, in universal consciousness. The idea that, that we could all share consciousness. I think this is absolutely true. And you could certainly certainly do that in lucid dreaming. Do you think lucid dreaming is like, I don't know. Was, like for us, like was like the beginning of mysticism? Yeah. You know, they, the ancients believed that you would, you would use it for insight, uh, divine guidance, prophecy the and and for healing they, they absolutely believed in the power of lucid dreaming for healing uh, and, they, and they certainly believed that it was a way of of receiving divine uh, in, information or inspiration uh, it was also used to diagnose sickness I mean Aristotle believed 
you'd use dreams to predict and and diagnose sickness you know so so uh in 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 other civilizations too you know it it um absolutely mm. wow you know the whole idea of i, I one of the things like i think like about is that we're probably you know we're, we're all part of the same soul trying to understand itself the only way it can understand itself is by creating this separateness that's right that's right so you know i, th- I think at the end of the day uh, we're we're uh, we're all just little little specks of light um that that connect excuse me My alarm clock has forgotten what AM and PM mean. It just it just it goes off at the wrong time. Guess I need an alarm clock. Yeah, I think that we're we're all part of the same soul, and and I think that that, that we're all here to to as as scouts to uh, to explore, to go on little side trips, you know, scouting missions. Mm-hmm. And find things, and learn things, and experience things, and we're going to all bring it back, and it's all going to be shared in the end. Because at the end of it, you know, the end of your life, you're going to, like every, you know, uh, classical arc of a hero's journey, you're going to return home. You know, you go through this life, and 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 it's a long life, and, and there's many ups and downs, and challenges, and and, 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 and things in your way, and then you go through a deep, uh, in the middle, you know, you go through midlife crisis where there's a deep abyss of the soul, the dark hour of the soul, and then you come out of it, and then if you're fortunate, and you've actually encountered and defeated many obstacles along the way, then, you know, you become transformed as you become older, and then you have, you have the return home in the end, you know, and for Odysseus, it was going home to Ithaca. And for little Dorothy and Toto, it was going back home to the farm in Kansas. And for us, it will be going back to death. Yes, death. But but it will be going back home to, to source. And then when we turn, we, we turn home to source, you know, we're going to, we're going to do it all over again. So it, 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 I think life is like a, a, a series of circles, life after life, and you just keep going through this, this journey of discovery. And the best way I've found is to, is to discover things through lucid dreaming. Now, having said that, that there are many ways to reach a level of, of alternate, uh, 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 Consciousness, mm-hmm. altered, altered consciousness. You could do it through meditation. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in the shamanic world, they they induce, you know, uh, uh, visions. You know, they go into a deep sleep, and and, and they do dream walking. You know, uh, there are many ways to do this. You can, hypnosis. You know, mm-hmm. there are many many ways. You know, people. Some people they just have you know like daydreams or they have visions. You know. So they just pop up, you know, they just come to them, you know. 
but I think I think that the idea of learning in your dreams is a wonderful thing. You know, think of it. Your body is just resting there, you know, getting, you know, all restful during the night while you are going and exploring. It's it's a wondrous thing. And and, and it is is truly a way to experience um altered consciousness. It's definitely the one way is probably natural to every human being. That's not going to yeah. take meditation or, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you look at all these civilizations, early China, they believed that the soul was free from the body during sleep, where you, you visit a dream realm. In early India, they believed that the soul departs the body in divine guidance during a dream state through higher consciousness. Uh, early Welsh history is filled with a story uh, in, involving someone who visited the time of King Arthur, you know, and, 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 and there seems to be just in all civilizations these wondrous stories, you know. Um, the Mexican natives believe that the dream is a portal for the soul to con contact people beyond this realm. You know, uh, early Judaism, early Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, Hinduism, all of them, early Jews, um, mm -hmm. they believed that dreams were insightful lessons. You know, we have the story of Jacob's Ladder is a dream, you know. And, and, it, and unfortunately, now in, 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 in Christianity, we have good examples like St. Jerome and St. Augustine, who, who were were powerful dreamers, you know, and, and their dreams were, were part of, of, of their discovery process. But then then we, we, we went through the Protestant Reform and the Catholic Inquisition, and they saw dreams as something dark from evil. You know, uh, they, they said that, that dreams were like from the handiwork of the Prince of Darkness. And we went through a period in Christianity like that where, we were we didn't want to talk about dreams, and, and then dream work was less popular in the West, and then the Renaissance rescued dreams. You know that we came back with all these wonderful paintings like Gauguin and so forth, where they would just, you know, they would depict dreaming as as a way of discovery. So so this this all kind of changed, you know, um, with the with the Renaissance and and. Golly sakes! I mean, look at the picture. Look at the paintings of Gauguin and Rousseau, and, and Go Goya and, and Salvador Dali and Picasso. They all showed uh, dreamers. The uh, in, you know, they're all pa paintings inspired by dreamers in the incredible vision of dreamers. I wonder too if that's a, a reflection too of a reality that we can create here at this um, dimension. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, it is certainly something we can create. It, it's, it's all within our ability. I, I like to think of this world as only half formed. You know, mm -hmm. it, 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 I mean, you don't have to look too hard to see that this, this world that's set in stone is 
is changing day to day in front of us. Yeah. It is not it is not as solid and fixed as we like to think. You know, I you know, I look out and I say, well, you know, the tree hasn't grown. It looks the same as yesterday. But then I come back in 20 years and it's it's very different. That everything changes, you know, in front of us. And 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 it, it there's dynamic change everywhere around us, but we're part of that change, you know, we're an integral part of that change, you know, we're part, we're, we're a co-creator of our own reality. That is we, we are, we are yeah. I mean, we're needed, we're needed in this world, not only for our observations and as, as, as uh, scouts who go out mm -hmm. and, and, and discover things and bring it back to the collective consciousness, but we're also we're also needed in this world to keep it going, you know. I mean, it, it this world is not like it, it it is not set in stone. It is a changeable world, you know. Hmm. It's also you know when we when I think about like the wholeness, the lucid dreaming, this world being half of a reality or or, or part of it, and us being scouts and all of that, you know. It makes me think, like, you know, we we really do have the ability for all of us to get along and live in peace with each other. If you we so. if we recognize the fact that we all come from the same source, that we're all having a similar experiences but different variations of it, you know, yeah. why, I, I think why it, do we? What you know, we should be able to eliminate some of the struggle. Too. You would think you would think so. I mean, I think a lot about this too, Gary. And I think like, why, why? The only conclusion I can come up with is many people don't understand that we're all connected, that we're all interrelated and all interdependent, that we're all from the same source, that mm -hmm. we're all essentially part of the one, the one spirit, you know, the one soul, and and they 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 think that that. You know, every one of us is like a universe into, to itself, you know, and it's like a it's, a, it's a crazy way to live a life because everything in this world, uh, in the other planes of reality that some of us explore, are, are you know, actually um, part of uh, a dynamic universe that, that, that all of us are actually living in, mm -hmm. you know, and, 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 and yet most people, I think, just, just, just think that they're, they're, they're living this separate, separate life. This, and, and, and it's impossible to live a separate life because we're all, we're all, we're all dependent on everything that's here, mm -hmm. you know, from the sun that comes up, you know, to the rain that falls down and, and, and waters everything. I mean, it's like, gosh, I mean, it, it's kind of obvious. Yeah, I mean, those, those are some of the basic tenets of like Buddhism is interconnectedness and impermanence. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, I, I think that, um, yeah, I think that we're, I think that we're on the verge, though, of a great reawakening. You know, where where uh, we're going to all suddenly 
<laughs> become <laughs> really extremely aware of all of this, you know, and it, it, it the day is it's coming, you know, it, it's coming. Um, and it's not going to happen simultaneous for everyone, unfortunately. But this great awakening is, 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 is like, uh, if you think of, of how people are just sleepwalking through life, you know, mm-hmm. kind of unaware of, 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 of any of this, of, of the reality of, of, of our interconnectedness and how all of life, you know, is dynamically changing and, and, and involved in every part of our being. And, and, and then I think at some point, uh, there's going to be a great reawakening where people, uh, are stirred from this, this, this slumber, you know, this shadow world that this, this haziness that we live in, this maze that we're wandering through. And it's going to be readily apparent to them. They're going to, they're going to see with new eyes and hear with new ears all at once. And, and we can get a taste of that in lucid dreaming. I think it's happening. I do think that there is some type of consciousness awakening happening. Now, as, as we're talking, I mean, I always say that even since I started this podcast, I've, for me, my own personal experience has changed my entire perspective. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and we're all changing. Everything is changing uh, all around us constantly, including us. We're not the same people who started this conversation. No. And, 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 in, and in seven days, I know that, you know, all of my blood will have been you know, renewed. And in a, in a month or so, all of the cells in my body will be new. I'll be es- essentially a reborn person, you know. I won't be the same person. And, and, and minute by minute, we're, we're all given the opportunity to realize this, this change. And moreover, it's instructive that ultimate ch- change is, 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 is possible for each one of us. I mean, Huge changes are possible for each one of us. And, and, and we have only to look at our hands and our feet and our body that's constantly going through a renewal process to understand that nothing, including ourself, ever stays the same. Yeah, uh, it's, it's fascinating that, that everything, I don't know, life is just fascinating in general. I don't understand how... People can go through life and not ask these questions and wonder I don't, about it. I don't know. But they do. You know, <laughs> yeah, and they, they think it's just they think it's just a big Easter egg hunt. Whoever gets the most eggs wins. You know, um, whoever stands on top of all of the bodies, you know, wins, and everyone else loses. You know, it's just. I mean, I know people that don't even believe in sporting events. I mean, I do, but <laughs> but but. Uh, but a lot of people don't, and and the and the reason is because there's got to be a winner and got to be a loser, you know. I mean, you know, every time there's there's a there's a, a boxing match, somebody gets beat up, you know. Yeah. And what is that? What is that? You know, that's just like that's like human cockfighting, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I mean, I, I used to be a boxer, so I guess I'm allowed to say that. But you <laughs> know, you know, it's kind of crazy when you think about it. You know that they—that's they, what they think of life. You know, um, it, it, the nature of life is to be well and to operate harmoniously 
and efficiently uh, uh, and to bask in the sunlight, you know, as long as you can, and then do it all over again, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I look at it as, as just, I don't know, to have fun. That's what I want to do with my life anyway, is to learn as much as I can and have fun and hopefully make other people's lives a little bit better. So I live on this little island, and, and, and a couple of amazing things happened. Uh, we were talking about how the orcas, you know, have been um, um, hard hit by many things, pollution, noise, the lack of salmon, because we dammed all the, all the streams. There's no, there's no salmon for them to eat. And they've, been, they've been bothered by marinas. Uh, uh, they've been bothered by, uh, by shows that it would capture them and put them on display. Um, they've been bothered by many things, boats that bang into them and, and, and sonar put by the Navy to bombard the the, the you know sonar, sonar sounds under the water. Well, anyway, uh, crossing uh, the on the ferry the other day from our island, I saw a, a mother orca with three babies. <laughs> now, now they only have one at a time. Mm-hmm. So, so this this mother orca was playing nursemaid to some others, and she was taking them out for what looked to be their first big outing because they were very little and they were they were not going very fast you know it was like okay we're going to swim as a group we're going to all stay together you know and here's the thing all boats stopped and allowed them to pass everything stopped including the ferry now, the, and then a couple of days later another amazing thing happened um, we have like harbor seals here you know we do not have elephant seals here. Mm-hmm. On the beach of the neighboring island, an elephant seal decided to have her pups on a public beach. And instantly the people around her corded off the area with rope and, 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 and uh, little cones so that she could have a little space of her own and she now has the beach and and it's just her and, and her little little ones it's kind of amazing you know so I, I think there is there is hope for the future I think so too I think you know right now there's just resistance there's res- whenever there's major change there's going to be a resistance and but and we think we, we think of everything is as, no matter what. And one of the odd things about living in a physical world is that everybody thinks that everything is finite, right? Mm-hmm. It's like there's only so much. There's only so much gold. You know, there's infinite amount of gold. We just haven't found it. It's it's out there. You know, there's there's only so many. You know, everything is limited, you know, and there's this idea that of scarcity and, and mm-hmm. people are just consumed by this idea of, of, of there being not enough of this or that, you know, and if we know that in our world, there's enough water, if it were evenly distributed for everyone, there's enough food, if it were evenly distributed for everyone, you know, we just haven't figured out how to share yet. 
but it's it's more than that. We 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 don't we don't we 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 think that it's a it's um we're in this kind of hunter gatherer mode still in our development where we think people have to to get as much as they can and hide it. <laughs> you know, because golly sakes, there won't be any more. Mm-hmm. Come on, you know. But, you know, I, I think things are going to change. You know, I mean, there's, there's hope. I think people that listen to your program, I think they probably understand this. And, um, and, and, and it will spread, you know. But, you know, you look, you look back at the past and how people, you know, would, would dream and they would share their dreams and they would they would care about their communities you know going all the way back to the the early earliest you know civilizations in Sumer and in and in, in Egypt you know I mean these they, they had their problems you know as far as being developed people but but they were they were trying to to find answers they were really really trying to induce dreams to provide them with direction and healing and insight. And in, 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 in our society, a lot of people have even stopped looking. Well, a lot of people, I think, are starting to look, too. Yeah. If they weren't, I wouldn't have any listeners. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and you wouldn't have any readers. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> We'd be out of business. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so um, it's been fantastic having you on again, as always. Thank you. Thank you. And um, before we wrap it up, where is the best place for my listeners to find you? Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I, I, I do update my author page on the Amazon mm-hmm. book page. So, you know, I tell people what's coming up, where I'll be, and where they can find programs like this, you know, to listen to. Um, so that's best. They can go to my Facebook at facebook.com backslash V as in Vaughn Brashler. And, you know, um, as for that, you know, my, my, my books are, are out there online, um, Barnes and Noble and so forth. And we'll just keep plugging away and, and, uh, fighting the good fight. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, the future is going to look bright. I think so, too. All right. And I'll put a link to your um, your Facebook page and to your Amazon page in the notes of this episode so my yeah. listeners can find you. It's kind of interesting. I go to your Amazon page, and I'll see little links to everything imaginable. <laughs> yeah, everything imaginable. Well, that covers a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tell people I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on everything imaginable. He says, "Wow, that's a lot." Says, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so much I can't even really imagine it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> well, thank you, Gary. It's been great. <laughs> thank you. And just hang on for one moment, and I'm just gonna play the outro. Thank you for listening to Everything Imaginable. You can reach Gary at everythingimaginable2020.com or message him at everythingimaginable2020 at gmail.com. He 
He's also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can buy t-shirts, coffee mugs, and other merchandise to support the cost of producing this podcast. Click on the merchandise link at the top of this page, www.everythingimaginable2020.com. You can also buy the book Enlightenment Guaranteed. It's the only book on Zen that you'll ever need. You can find it on Amazon and it will change your life. Because remember, everything that it says was first imagined. loved what you listened to today, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share.